Welcome to Sisterly Situations. <laughs> Welcome. I am Missy. I am Charlene. And we are your favorite sister co-hosts of your favorite sister podcast. <laughs> I hope so. I hope so. I think so. We've gotten um, a good amount of reviews now or well, personal testimonials, I guess is really what we have. We've yeah. had a lot of people reach out. Some people that I didn't even know were listening, friends of mine or people that I work with have been like, hey, I checked out your podcast and I like it. <laughs> I was like, oh, uh, yeah, that's right. That's that's public. Okay. Yeah, cool. <laughs> yeah, that's super public. <laughs> that's super public. Like, I don't remember if you saw it when we were on our website and we saw mm-hmm. and we were like, uh-oh, that's our parents. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's too late to turn back now. <laughs> Like I said from the beginning, this is our perspective and our experiences. We're all doing the best we can. And I think ultimately, I do think all of our parents, all of our grownups have done the best that they can. I just don't always think that the best that they had was the best for us. For us. What we needed. Yeah. All the time. I think that that we came to that conclusion. And we came to that conclusion at the end of parental resentments. We said that. We said no child comes out unscathed. That's true. My daughter's already in therapy and she's only eight. She's going to be nine in like three weeks though. Can you believe that? I can. Well, kind of not really, but I've been building it up because I'm excited because she doesn't know this, but I'm coming to surprise her little butt for her birthday. Yeah. We're just going to be excited about who is present for her and not stress about who can't make it because there are all kinds of reasons why people can't make it. Yeah. And you know, sometimes don't people are just like, nah, I don't want to. And that's fine too. You know what? It totally is. The themes have gotten harder as she's gotten older. I used to do these really elaborate themes for her birthdays. I have some memories actually that came up on my phone this month <sighs> because that this is the month it's we her do birthday this. Month. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I was trying to do something fun for this year. I, I don't know if I have time, but she's not feeling any of the themes that I throw at her because what she really wants to do is do a, an escape room. And I talked her into waiting until she's 10 for that because some of the little cousins will be a little bit older and be able to participate a little bit better or she wants to do laser tag. And I was like, listen, these things are kind of expensive. We do a playground at the park <laughs> or we do a playground. We do your birthday party at the park. <laughs> and so I can we do, do a playground at the park. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, we're at the playgrounds. <laughs> right there and I do the decorations and everything and there's a theme but that way it's a neutral place for everybody to come and it's not expensive which she, she is probably is like yeah she's uh, probably like, getting to the age where a playground is not super fun for her anymore super exciting or anything oh she enjoys the playground still sure so but th- like but I think by next year we're gonna special have, have birthday to- party <laughs> Well, to so, that age where it's not special anymore it's because she does like something such a, every day not every day well but you as, know what I mean um, yeah but as since she does play well so well with her younger cousins I was able to convince her this will probably be the last year at the playground and then for 10 because she'll get into double digits we're gonna do something so I'm gonna have to like start a savings account for her 10th birthday I cannot believe yeah no to go back to How, the very very beginning of this no, I cannot believe that she's, and be she's nine. pushing a, yeah, that it's, we're pushing a decade of this little child in our life. Yeah. That's no. When you just said 10 next year, that's what fucked me up a little bit. That fucked you up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, what's really been fucking me up is what? realizing that she's almost at the age that I was when I got my period. So Ooh. yeah. And there are other kids that like, are her age and their parents have started to have like the sex talk and puberty talk. That's our situation today. We're going to talk about. Here's my situation right now is I've always taken the approach of I'm not going to have this conversation with her until she starts asking questions and she starts getting Mm -hmm. curious. I want it to be on her timeline. But as she's getting to like nine, 10 years old, I'm like, oh shit, her body is going to be ready before her curiosity. Mm -hmm. So like when moms have told me that they've had the sex talk with their kids or they've talked about puberty and things, I'm like, 
okay, can you just make sure that they don't talk to Guinevere about this yet? Because we haven't had that conversation because she hasn't asked the questions and I don't want to force it down her throat. Mm -hmm. So we, now I'm like, okay, but we're going to need to have this conversation. Uh Yeah. (laughs) Because kids are having, uh, girls are starting to develop and go through puberty much younger than they used to. And I was really young. It's happened. I think that's a whole debate for a whole nother conversation. I really don't think that that's true. Just to, I just want to put that out there. I don't know that it's happening that. younger. Yeah. I think that everybody's been varied and yeah, people, kids well, yeah, been, there's young no... girls have been getting them super young and some girls getting, getting them way older at, for since the beginning of time. I just don't right. believe that. I just want to put that on record that like we agree on a, on a lot of things and we disagree on a lot of things. And I just want to put that on a record. I don't think that's true. <laughs> I mean, I wasn't around in the early days. I don't know. We've just, yeah, that's I, pretty much why I know what I the rate, I know in all the literature, the range is anywhere from like eight to 16. Right. <laughs> and I think that that's, I think that that's normal. Like that's just, it is a big gap and everybody's different. And that's for the whole puberty experience. And I think what they've started to do it like in the book. So we got this book. It was a recommendation because she did start to point out differences in her body to other family members. And I remember that being a really big thing for me. So I was like, I want to stay body positive with her because I don't want her to inherit what I have going on (laughs) and all those insecurities. I love you and I love your body and I don't mind if she inherits that, but I certainly don't want her to inherit the way you think about and look at and talk about yourself. Yeah, I totally agree. Totally agree. And Mm -hmm. it came up. So we've gotten hand-me-downs. My, uh, our wonderful aunt is amazing. And she has been giving us hand-me-downs from her daughter, who's exactly two years older than Guinevere since like in the womb. After my Mm -hmm. baby shower, she handed me like bags of clothes. This child has had more clothes. (laughs) Oh yeah, she Um, has. Because of all of the hand-me-downs, which has been amazing. And we got barely to barely ever had to buy her clothes. Yeah, just for like taste things. There have yeah. been different periods where she's been more into dresses than right. her cousin has been. Or our cousin was into a particular character that Guinevere wasn't. So like, right. things like that. Or Guinevere's just seen something that she likes. But we have not needed to buy her clothes really until this year. We were up there recently and my aunt was like, hey, we have the, what size is Guinevere in? We have all of these clothes. And her and her cousin, who's two years older, they're in the same size now. Mm -hmm. So no more (laughs) hand-me-downs. No more hand-me-downs. But she's taller, right, than Guinevere. She's taller and skinnier. And mm-hmm. Guinevere has always had had a thicker shape. Yeah. Um, Dalia, thick girl. Yeah, she's solid. No, nobody's yeah. pushing her around. That's for sure. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. And so, like, we had to talk about, I, so I had brought it up with her therapist. And I was like, you know, I just want to make sure, like, she understands, like, our bodies are differently. And I brought up my concern that she hasn't had any curiosity about her changes in her body. And I started to see changes that I'm like, all right, well, I feel like she should know what's happening here, that this is coming. And I don't know how to have this talk. I'm really awkward about it. <laughs> mm-hmm. You wouldn't think so. <laughs> but I was like, I'm a little... I'm no, sure. I would th- I would think so because I, w- you were definitely old enough to have that type of conversation with me when I was going through it and we did not because you are awkward and uncomfortable. You were uncomfortable with talking to me about anything to do with puberty, periods, sex, anything like that until probably until I was in my 20s or until Guinevere was born, which I was in my 20s. Yeah, you definitely pushed pushed me a little bit more than I was comfortable with um, before we could openly talk about it. I but I do remember- I needed were... to. I needed to talk to my best friend about everything. About things you were going through. Yeah. And, yeah. yeah. So I was That's like, okay, totally. get over your fucking self. I need to talk to you. <laughs> right. Because you've always been the little kid and there is yeah. a difference when you're changing someone's that Like I could talk to my girlfriends about sex all day long. Absolutely. I could be yes. in any kind of situation where I'm talking to my peers and make a penis joke like easily and mm-hmm. I'm probably the most out there of some in some of my friend groups yeah. when it comes to these things I agree now now you're totally 
uncomfortable with me and you and I are on the same right. fucking page with that shit. And it's great. Right. Like, it's but there was there. a transition period because we are sisters. There is a difference because right. you did, you did, you know, see me in diapers and see me as a child, as a small child a for kid. a very long time. Yeah. So I get that because I do understand with like our little sibling who has had boyfriends and girlfriends now, I think mm-hmm. both. I want them to talk to me about these things. And I feel a little bit awkward because I don't know how to approach it. And so I understand your shoes and I don't know how much I would be comfortable. I mean, I think I would, I I like to say right now, not having had any of these conversations with our little sibling, I feel like I can say now, oh, I'd be fine talking about sex and sexual things with them. However, I don't know because- But I haven't done it and they're 17. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> haven't done it and they're 17. I'd be totally so comfortable, but we haven't actually done it at all. I'd like to say um, I think I would be totally comfortable, but I'm not sure because it hasn't happened. <laughs> and so I think all of our conversations, you and me having conversations, were in the car, so we didn't have to make eye contact. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I remember two different trips and two different conversations. Oh, I remember vaguely one. And I've also been aware of that you're bisexual. So there was a different. You knew before I did. Yeah. You You knew before I did. Uncle Steven knew before I did. And apparently grandma knew before I did. Yeah. Well, and because like you have pictures of naked girls and you're like, oh, I just like their tattoos. And I was like, hmm. No, that's, you don't have pictures that I like tattoos. I don't have pictures of naked women. And like zero pictures of naked men. I don't have any pictures of naked men either, to be fair. I mean, yeah, who does? Do straight women do that? Listeners. Yes, some do. Do you do that? Some do. Okay. Tell us about it. I want to know. I have questions. I want to see them. I want to see the pictures. What kind of pictures? pictures of naked men? I certainly yeah. have pictures of like men suggestively like bubbles are covering or there's a cowboy hat covering just their genital area I, I gotta be honest I haven't taken the time to look up professionally done nude male photos I've only been you know sent <laughs> dick pics <laughs> I've never, ever received a dick pic. No way. No, no, that's never happened. You're the only person I know that has never been sent a dick pic. Yeah, unsolicited. It's a different conversation. I do remember the conversation when we were talking about sex in the car and I passed a billboard that said sex kills. And I also grew up- I could see you taking that as an opportunity. Well, and I grew up in a period of time where AIDS and HIV were still very much present and they were growing- concern in the heterosexual communities. Yeah, the Um, 80s and 90s, that was a big thing. Yeah. So in the 80s is when they were identified. In the 90s is when it was like, people are still dying from this and everybody's dying from it. It wasn't in one community. Because I think in the 80s, it was still very much in the homosexual communities. And it was like- Gay male space. Right. It was gay men are dying from this. So it was the gay disease. And I don't know that it was taken as- I know very, I, I know very much. I don't know why I'm dancing around this. I know very much that it wasn't taken yeah, seriously. Yeah, stop dancing and around it. <laughs> and it did not get the attention that it deserved. And it was wrongly assumed that it was like God's plague against gay men because women never have anal sex. Ha ha Right, exactly. By the time I was in school, they were getting a little bit more inclusive in saying everybody can get it. But it was also like, everybody's going to get it. (laughs) And everybody's going to die from this. There was a huge emphasis on not just AIDS and HIV, but in all of the different diseases that you can get. And it's for life. And this is not terrible. Right. So it was very much either you abstain or you die. (laughs) (laughs) There was a point when I saw the billboard that said sex kills. And there was one point where we were talking about it. You were saying something like you didn't understand what the big deal was or why people made it. And I was like, well, because sex can kill you. Like you can die from this thing. And you were like, and you were like, when I get pregnant and dad kills me. And I was like, no, when you catch up any of these diseases. And I started just rattling off the list of diseases that were just in my brain constantly. It was like, poor thing. That's so sad. That was just like, it was like that. (laughs) Pure thing. Constantly. Oh, I'm sorry. And that just makes me sad for you. (laughs) But I mean, you were still doing it. (laughs) 
Sorry. With one person for like four years. Okay. Yeah, that's true. So it was very much like a it's a numbers game. <laughs> and and you want your numbers to stay low. My numbers and you are want still your numbers low. to stay low. Yeah, it's like playing golf. You want to just try to get as close to a hole in one. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> I don't know if my number is low or high. Like, I don't know what a high number is anymore because I feel like some people's numbers are just like so high that I'm like, what? How? I remember. Have being... you had time for that? Do you have time for that? <laughs> <laughs> like, I just don't understand. <laughs> well, I remember be- doing the math and there was a flight attendant in one of the movies. And I remember he was a flight attendant because he was able to get around and it was an HIV patient. He hadn't had any sort of symptoms, but they were like, so how many partners do you engage in sexual activity with? And he was like, you mean like in a day? Oh my. <laughs> Are we talking a week? So I had done the math. It was something like four people a day that he engaged with on a on a normal average night going to a club and it was but he was having sex with like four people a night in different countries around the world and it was four times 365 times the last five years and the amount of people that it spreads to in that time I was like I can't even imagine being with four people in a year or four people in oh that's yeah I can but so anyway, so, that's a lot of people. <laughs> yeah. So I do remember having just like the fear and things like that. And then being afraid for you because, you know, I'm already overprotective. Also knowing you were just doubly having double the, because you're bisexual and I don't know anything about that, but doubly I know you have having double, double, the- <laughs> <laughs> double the exposure risks and things like that, which Aww. I have since learned that that is just not, that's not how that shit works. Your sexuality does not equate promiscuity those are two different things every gay person that I know has been promiscuous as fuck yeah so I know a lot of gay people that have not been promiscuous oh okay I know bisexual people that have not been promiscuous so oh okay well yeah that's just the community we just run with different crowds (laughs) we run with different crowds okay never mind just kidding (laughs) just no no that is not true of all of my gay lesbian and bi friends Okay. All my LGBTIA plus people <laughs> are not represented wow. as Good all job. being promiscuous. Do you I know they added more that. letters at the I, end of that? Yeah, oh well, say, I had to stop at P. We just do the original four and say plus because. Oh my the, gosh, I left off the Q. LGBTQIAP plus. I can't believe I forgot why the Q. Are there two P's. What do you mean there's two P's? You just said P twice. LG. B T Q I A P plus. Okay. That was different. That was a little different. You know what? I need to stop trying to show off and say it fast because I'm messing it up when I try to say it. I thought you did it flawlessly the first time, but we'll find out when I edit it. Um I don't know. We'll find out. Yeah, no, I just go with the original. Do you remember when I used to when I used to switch the G and the B all the time? (laughs) We all do. I do. LBGT. It's LGBT. LGBTQ plus. I guess I I can say the Q. I guess I got used to the Q. But it's I just okay. I'm sorry. Unpopular opinion. I just think that we should be like LGBT plus the whole alphabet because we're all inclusive for every. Like we're trying to include everybody. We're not trying to exclude it's just inclusive like right you know so why do we have to can we just say the alphabet people at this point no i think the alphabet people is offensive but to say oh my god (laughs) to stop at the t or stop at the q or where you stop if you're adding the plus is perfectly fine i think that's fine i shouldn't even be able to speak for the whole community here because i'm like a straight person is telling a bisexual person that's in a homosexual relationship how it works I just, I just want to point that out. Like nobody is perfect and people are going to be offensive saying the accidental things and you have no idea what what walks up. I am so offensive. I I feel like to the gay community and I have a girlfriend. You are, you are, you are so offensive. Sorry. (laughs) 
<laughs> so I do remember having that conversation with you too, of you being like, again, we were back in the car a couple years later uh-huh, uh-huh. and you being like, so I have done everything with girls that I've done with boys except have sex. And I was like, so in what I learned in sex ed class <laughs> is you have a hole and you have something to put in it. And that is it. <laughs> like that is just what sex is. And that's still what's in the literature today. I can confirm because I've had to have this conversation with my daughter. And I have also learned since then that that's an inappropriate conversation that I would only have with my sister and be like, so what does that mean exactly? What are you, defi- how are you defining what sex is? That's not the appropriate conversation to have with colleagues. Your child? Um, oh. Or your child. I think with your child, that's fine as they get older. I don't know. But it's not I think something. I, I don't know. Because it's not like, something I would ask my lesbian friends. I wouldn't be like, so what is sex for you? And how, how do you have sex if you don't have a penis no, involved? No, I don't think you can ask your daughter. I <laughs> Just, I'm just thinking about mom asking me that. No, and definitely not dad. Dads cannot ask their daughters. I don't. I don't think your dad would. <laughs> My dad definitely wouldn't. But <laughs> I don't think that's a concern I'm just, there. I'm just. Saying, I think it depends on the relationship that you have and the communication style you have. I'm not going to say what any parent. Should maybe I guess you're right. I shouldn't say what anybody should do with their parenting or styles. what they can't ask their kid. Sure. I, I no no. I'm not making rules. I'm sorry. I'm just in my in my world the way I did it with you was not appropriate it was but I put on my overbearing overprotective sister and was like so what do you mean what does that mean exactly but there was also that sense of curiosity You're also my just sister. being like mm-hmm. I don't I think it's different for us because you're yeah. my sister. I think sisters can ask that if they have that relationship. If you have that relationship. Yeah. yeah. I think there's, I, I also think. Again, I'm making a grand statement, but I'm really speaking for myself. Sorry. <laughs> I think there's also difference when it comes to motivation. I think motivation matters and you have to make sure to be a true ally. You have to make sure that the person that you're talking to is open to and aware of you're coming at it from a position of being an ally. So I've asked a lot of inappropriate questions over the years of people. So do you remember um, my answer? Yes, I do. <laughs> I'm curious. Um, I want to know <laughs> what I said. So you defined sex with a female as eating her out. Mm-hmm. I still do. As oral. Yeah. I had somebody say they defined it as kissing. Somebody else said they defined it as fingering. I mean, all of the things, I guess, all of the things combined are sex for me. We also, I, I yeah, all of the things combined. And then I think that. This is weird because family is going to be listening. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Maybe just skip this part if you're my aunt or something. Um. <laughs> I feel like we should title this something that's going to be. Insane. We're going to title this sex talk. I've decided. Let's talk about sex, baby. baby. Let's talk. Let's talk I can about... already see the post I'm going to put for this. <laughs> Yeah, let's yeah. talk about you and yeah. me, but no. <laughs> this is a little bit different than what we originally planned to talk about, I think. But we can li- still also yeah. circle back to a little bit of that. Um, we can have both. It can be. Yeah, I think that one led to the other. This is organic. We had a loose plan. We don't know. We did. It's my so, sister. Okay, wait. <laughs> Sorry, you can cut that out. That was just, it was there. (laughs) I don't think I will. (laughs) I think I'll leave it in. But I think that also goes back to my point of, because I've had those inappropriate conversations or made those inappropriate jokes, but you have to know your audience and it's not, so it's not something that I would have a conversation about with just any of my lesbian friends. Like they have to know that if I ask a question, first of all, it's not out of left field. It's not like I'm just going to walk up to and that they know that I'm coming from a place of curiosity. I want to understand so I can be a better ally, not because I want to judge or be like, oh, that's weird. Oh, my God. Like you consider that to be sex. Does that make sense? Yes. Yes, absolutely. Because I could I could feel a little bit of that, I guess, back. I mean, even when we were just talking about it and I was like, what did I say? And you said you said it's eating out. I even felt like there. I I immediately responded with like, well, yeah, I still think that. And it was a little defensive. Not that I needed to be defensive, but do you know what I mean? Like, I'm just, I'm trying to prove it. Yeah. And I've gotten, I've gotten different answers from different people, but again, it's a, everybody defines sex a little bit differently. And so when I did my ally training, one of the things I talk about is you don't ask that question because everybody defines it differently. Like when you were in grade school and people talk about getting to first base or second base and third base, everybody had a little bit of different answer about what all 
that true. was. Sex isn't a baseball diamond, so it's <laughs> not. They're, they aren't measured out bases. Everybody's Although you can look at the vagina as <laughs> a baseball diamond. <laughs> oh my goodness. Now you're just going to confuse some of our straight males. <laughs> Listen <to us. laughs> Okay, guys, Google vagina anatomy and you'll be fine. I've done it plenty of times. Just, oh my goodness. It shows you where the clitoris is also. Like, just Google it. Bet you'll find it. <laughs> Good luck on this wild <laughs> safari adventure. <laughs> Sending you on a scavenger hunt. Uh, anyway. Oh. Might cut some of that out. That was insulting. So let's move on. <laughs> that was hilarious, though. I'm sorry. I'm not. I love you, men. I do. I like some of you. <laughs> yeah, I love. If you're listening to this, I prob and you've gotten this far in this conversation. Oh I yeah, I love, love you. you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> sure, I love you. If you made it we probably story. get along just fine. Also, yeah. I feel like I should note that I'm noticing how fucking red my face is <laughs> even having I've this conversation started i just didn't want to point it out because i didn't want to embarrass you i noticed it a while ago yeah i'm you. like there are less and less shape, less You're and so less cute. differences between my nail polish and my face like i'm getting closer and closer <laughs> to matching my nail polish. you are it's progressed it started it off a little pink at the beginning of this when we started talking about how embarrassed you would get when we would talk about it so there is because you were younger and then there was the element of the different sexuality that I had not had any kind of experience know it at the time I didn't know if I that I knew people who were anywhere on the spectrum so you were my right. first you were like the my spectrum. first entry into oh okay <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah okay so circling so, back because we got okay. very derailed yeah, we went into a total, yeah, we went into a total sex talk. Total. So I've had to have the puberty conversation with my daughter. We have not gotten to sex. Actually, last night we got to a page about sex and she was like, I don't want to know. I don't want to know. But what is it? And I was like, so Wait, she was like, so Did you she has an idea that it's something, but she doesn't know what it is. She has an idea that it's something that she may not be ready so, for. Yeah. So, okay. But she's always been like so aware of what she's not ready for. Like that has always been like a superpower of hers that she's been like. And I also think that about yeah, we just little got sibling. A, I remember we our just little... got her um, ears pierced too. And that was a thing where I was like, when you're ready, when you're ready. I know that blew my mind. I didn't know. Like, I can't believe you guys didn't like call me or like video chat me while that was happening. I'm. I have some resentments about that. Um, so sorry. It was a mother-daughter experience. <laughs> she was like, I'm all right. Ready. And I was like, okay, I, let's or go do call it. Call me after right after it happened. Come on. It's anyway. I don't remember what I was saying because she interrupted me. I'm sorry. You were saying even our younger sibling has been aware of their of Oh like yeah. She would be like when when like super young, they'd be like, I'm only five. And I would be like, yeah, you're right. It was super. Uh, so anyway, I think Guinevere has always been super aware of like what she's not ready for. But how does she know? She has to know enough about what sex is in order to be like, no, 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 no. I don't want to know. No, there was a picture on the page of a boy and a girl in a bed together. It's oh. like a cartoon. So it, they're covered completely. They're just laying in a bed facing each other. And she was like, no, no, no. Are they, is there kissing? And just is like, I don't want to know. And I was like, so sex is okay. I can skip this part. And I, and she was like, what, what is it? book are you reading? That seems a little weird. Uh, hold on. I'll go grab it. Okay. Okay. So we started with this one, New York Times bestseller, The Care and Keeping of You, book number one, the body book for younger girls. American Girl is the brand. So we started with this one. This is the one I, I was like, we had this whole conversation. It starts with like from head to toe. So it talks about changes in your hair and how your hair starts to get more oily as you hit puberty. It hmm. talks about your skin. It talks about taking care of your teeth. So it starts off in your ears and your eyes, braces, your face, what acne is, taking care of your skin in the sun. It talks about your hands and your underarms and then your breasts, which there are five stages of breast development. 
this is the part where she started to cry and I was oh I felt so bad because she was like like we we were talking about it I was like there are five stages of breast by stage three she was in tears and this caught me completely off guard because I was like um I don't know where you you know mom has boobs like I'm not trying to hide them from you but maybe the five stages things was way too overwhelming Uh, yeah I feel like that that makes sense yeah I was like I mean I never learned about it like that and you know you guys had big boobs and so I knew that was a thing and I totally thought I was gonna get them boiler alert I didn't I got zero pretty much but yeah I didn't know there was five stages so like nothing about that freaked me out I'm very different than I was very different child than she is though so I don't know that's just my theory is maybe the five stages thing and maybe it is about two nights later she was ready to have we got back into it like the very next night she was like I want to read the book and I was like are you sure because we can just take a break because I was really nervous I was like we haven't even gotten to anything difficult we just got to (laughs) like you're gonna grow boobs I'm like the hard stuff is still coming but she really wanted to dive right into this so like that week we almost finished this book and even the period talk was she was so okay with it her biggest concern is what if I get it at school she even asked that last night when we were talking about it again so then we have this other book that's a valid concern right and I've just been like so your teacher is a girl so if you get it at school you just say I need my mom it's girl stuff and we all are gonna know what that that means yeah (laughs) and so last night was the first time it dawned on her that she could get it while she's at her dad's house and she was like what do I say to dad oh and I was like, you say I need my thing. <laughs> I was like, I need my mom. It's girl stuff. And I'll ha- I'll have a conversation with her dad to be like, hey, by the way, this is what this code means. So uh, that- he probably already knows, but yeah. This other one that we got is the girl's guide to growing up. So we got to do 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 managing your moods. That was a part she got a little shitty with me on because she knows she's moody Uh, know about your feelings so there's coping with your periods and then on this page it's sex explained and this is the picture i was talking about oh that's it okay yeah that's it you're not seeing any kind you're just seeing these two little heads facing each other in a yeah i don't know about that for like age-wise that's I don't know because that's like so different for everybody like everybody right and because of the way that it was explained to me I was not ready for it I was like we don't have to read anymore and she was like but what is it because that on the page prior to that it's a little girl asking her parents what's sex and so she read that and she was like so what is sex And it says lots of people can find the whole topic of sex very embarrassing to discuss or even say, but sex is a normal activity between adult people who love and care about each other. And she was like, but what is it? And I was like, and she was like, no, no, I don't want to know. And then she was like, but what is it? Over here, it was like during sex, two people kiss, cuddle and get sexually excited. When a man is excited, his penis gets harder, erect. And when a woman is excited, her vagina releases a slippery fluid. And she was like, ew, gross. I don't want to know. I don't want to know. But what is it? (laughs) And I was like, yeah, that's pretty much it. (laughs) I do feel, for the record, I feel a little awkward right now. Not like with you, but like this. The idea of explaining it to a child. Yeah. Well, so since we've been having these conversations, I had told her a long time ago, mommy couldn't have another baby unless I had a boyfriend. And she was like, and that put her off of the idea of having a sibling for quite a long time. Mm Because she was like, I don't want you to have a boyfriend. So as we were talking about... periods and periods as your body preparing to have a baby she's like why does my body need to prepare to have a baby i'm not trying to have a baby right now it was like that is a very good point (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah i know you're gonna be asking that question all through your 20s yeah (laughs) totally a hundred percent a hundred possibly well into your 30s i hope so for myself so there is a page about how is a baby made she was like I was waiting for her to find to if so if you're going through your period so that you can prepare to have a baby what the fuck do you need a boyfriend for like you're doing all the work so I was like eh, it's gonna lead to the sex talk but she ha- hadn't had that curiosity at all and I right, think that's right. how a lot of the I, I'm guessing I don't know because we didn't really have this conversation naturally I feel like it was like your body is starting to change and I'm seeing it and it's mm-hmm. like you're gonna get your period soon I want you to be prepared how do I have this conversation and the and it just sort of naturally is the next step on these books 
Although the carrot keeping of you does not talk about sex in volume one. There's a volume two that there's sex talk, which is more than just what this one had. And I was not ready for her to have that book. I was like, she picked it out because she liked this one so much. And she was like, oh, there's a number two. We should start that. And I was like, well, let's, let's slow down a little bit. <laughs> um, yeah. That one is meant for girls 12. <laughs> okay. Like, that's kind of what I was thinking. I was like, okay. So we like, can just how say, long can you hold her out on that though? Because well, so maybe 12 here, seems like a good age. <laughs> here's the thing. And here's what I'm hearing. I have a friend who has a daughter that's the same age as Guinevere. They're like a week apart in birthdays. They had this conversation two years ago. What? And like a full on sex conversation. Like about how it works. About how sex works. And it happened because her mother had taken her daughter to church. And so she was like, so is Miss Sherilyn like the Virgin Mary because she has a baby and she's never been married? <laughs> Shut the fuck up. <laughs> so yes, everybody who's taking your children to church, know that you are teaching your children about virginity and <laughs> they're asking these questions. Here I am, the heathen who doesn't take my child to church. And my the child is Virgin no- Mary. <laughs> has no fucking questions about sex whatsoever true, because true, I'm true. not introducing it. I'm not introducing it. I'm not saying, well, here's the Virgin Mary. Well, I mean, baby, not well, a yeah, that's the thing. That's the thing is that religion does, and I'm not saying religion's right or wrong for anything or that you're right or wrong for anything. Well, Christianity. But, okay. Christianity. You're right. It does introduce it. I mean, also like Christianity as well, some other religions, at least the idea of them, I don't have any education on them whatsoever. So let me just put that out there. I don't have any education on any religions truly, but the understanding is they introduce it and they introduce it as a sin and so as a bad thing and so like not only are they teaching you about this thing in the first place but they're teaching you that it's not a good thing and it's not something and they're shunning (laughs) although that's so funny i'm not i don't think it's wrong to be involved in religion and and stuff I, I, I don't I'm not saying that for because I we shouldn't we we shouldn't sex shame people either yeah I shouldn't I don't want I don't want I don't I don't slut shame I slut identify <laughs> I don't slut shame I don't I also don't religious religion shame something that's well known and I like there's also that part of me that's like I, uh, it's a well-known part of these religions that it's abstinence is what they preach and at what least they want that's people to what do. we hear being on the outside that is what we hear yeah no I've been to a, a, enough churches in my lifetime to be able to say no that's what they that's what they want that uh, abstinence is what they're preaching okay and I can understand from a parental perspective if I have a 16 year old child and I have my daughter and I I'm worried she's going to die from sex. You're going to get diseases and things like that. Like I can, I can understand being like, no, I just don't want you to ever do that. Just don't ever, ever do that. I also, if I have a child who's boy crazy and it's like, or girl crazy. And I'm like, Hey, listen, don't get distracted because that's not going to give you anything in your life. (laughs) Like focus on you and your goals and not, I don't and not. (laughs) Yeah. Focus on you and your goals and your value as an individual and not rather your self-worth in whether this person you think is cute likes you so I think that should be more the conversation than just don't have sex it's a mortal sin and you're gonna go to hell okay can I point something funny out like those are two very different things there's a spectrum (laughs) yes I was definitely the boy slash girl crazy one and you were definitely focused on yourself one and who has a kid and who doesn't no I'm the the virgin mary I just think it's funny that the boy slash girl crazy one who has that was... partners <laughs> has zero children and you have. I have definitely been pregnant more times than you have. <laughs> yes. Also, all of my partners could get me pregnant. <laughs> so they all yeah. have that ability. <laughs> yeah. Not, not mine. <laughs> So it gets a little easier for me. Yeah, but it's not, but it's also like, I would say the ratio is definitely like 80, 20 that could have gotten me pregnant. Yeah. uh, I don't know. I've had sex with way more guys. Yeah. I, I, I don't know. Um, but I've also gone much, much longer stretches in the abstinence world. So yeah, much, like? much long stretches in the abstinence world. It's frustrating. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it is. 
So how did you, do you remember how you had the sex talk I, at the time? I think I or talked, at, Or the no. puberty talk? Like who With my parents? Yeah. Um, who talked to me about it? You. <laughs> I didn't tell you you were going to get your period. No, I am school sure. then. School it was in school? Then, yeah. I don't, I do not know because I went home and I was in, okay, so I was in fifth grade when school presented it. And it was like this whole big thing, this whole uh-huh. thing to do. I wonder oh if they God. still do that. I, I remember them doing it. Do yeah, like they would gather us all by gender and take us. The boys to... go on the fucking playground and you go inside and find the out gym. that you're. We go to the gym. You went to the gym? Oh, we had we just a classroom that we were in. I don't know. I was in fifth grade. I could be remembering this different. I really feel like we all went to the gym and they brought in one of those wheelie TVs. Do they still have those? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm old. Okay. So uh, <laughs> they wheeled in that TV, you know, the little one. It wasn't a flat screen, uh-huh. guys. It was like a big a, tube a TV. A big tube top, a tube box. But like, tube top. <laughs> Tube top. <laughs> That's also pretty relevant to its times. Is tube tops. I love. I still love tube tops. Let me just tell you. I also like halter tops. Let's bring those back, okay? Hey, nineties kid. Yeah, Why I'm gonna have to pick up I, my kids soon, so we're gonna have to wrap think, this up soon. Okay. Don't you think halter tops are a little bit more Y two K though, or is that more nineties? I don't know. I don't know. I think it's more Y two K. Anyway, Whatever. so yeah, they wheeled the you were TV still a kid in the nineties. Yeah. They wheeled the TV in and there was a really fucking weird video in I probably remember, the same video from like the 1970s. I am combining <laughs> two things. I am combining two things here because there was like the period video and I don't really remember the context of that, except that we were told we were going to get our period and we were taught about pads. We weren't, I don't think we were even taught about tampons or maybe we were, but we were taught how to use pads more specifically. Mm-hmm. And then like worry about tampons later. Yeah, I guess. Cause the and tampon could take your virginity back in those days. Evidently. But I mean, to be fair, they do hurt. They're not comfortable. It's, I hate them. And then there was also this weird sex talk video that was played in one of my health classes, I think more like in middle school. So like we're talking sixth or seventh ish grade. Oh, really? Yeah. And this weird video that I'm remembering, this camera was in the dude's mouth and you watched the woman go in and you watched them fucking make out. And I was like, this is disgusting. This is like so weird to watch. And I wonder if that's why I'm weird about making out because I'm, I'm not into making out. I like to like a lot of other things, but I don't not love. Your mouth. No, I really don't. I'm not like a big makeout person. And like my girlfriend huh. has pointed that out. And actually a lot of my I exes am. have pointed that out. And I, it's just occurring to me now. I wonder if that it's that maybe weird fucking video. <laughs> like maybe that's why. We didn't have a sex <laughs> talk in school. Person. We never talked about sex in school. We Except that you could get d- diseases. But there was never a like, hey, this is what sex is. Like, I, that I remember anyway. I remember remember the period conversation because it was the day after it was it fell on my 10th birthday it um, fell on my 10th birthday <laughs> that was the day of the sex talk yeah so I was, was like nine or ten yeah yeah it was, it was January 17th <laughs> 1995 <laughs> mom read the letter so apparently when mom went to school it was like a mother-daughter tea type of thing and the mothers came into school and had tea and they talked about it Ours uh. was we were in a classroom. There was a video on the big TV, on the, the big TV, wheel in, on the, the wheel in TV, the wheeled in TV, <laughs> the tube TV is brought in and there's a video, probably the same video they were using back in the seventies when mom was getting this talk about your period. And mom came in and she was the only mother there. She brought cupcakes cause it was my birthday and she brought little Missy and it was just like, and oh. uh, yeah, you were like two years old and threw throwing your bottle at me and my friends. Oh my God. I didn't know I was going to be in this story at all (laughs) oh my gosh so it was like this whole it was so embarrassing boys go out to the playground and the girls find out that your body is preparing for you to have one of these little missy monsters that's gonna throw oh my gosh oh my gosh it was like this is what happens and so 
um, all of this is so you could have oh. one of these. It was, it, you were very much brought into the whole presentation of it. And then I got my period the very next day. I do remember that being a thing. I don't remember that happening because I was like two or whatever, but I do remember yeah. that you got your period the next day. The mm-hmm. next day, mm-hmm. which has so, been my whole yeah. concern with Mi- with Missy, with Guinevere <laughs> is she's going to get her period. Like I didn't I get my fourth grade. I didn't get mine until I was in eighth grade. It was three years after that talk, after that video happened. A lot of girls that day were like, I just got my period. Oh, so you were already cycle syncing at 12. No, (laughs) no, 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 no. The day of the period talk in fifth grade, a bunch of girls were like, I just got my period. I'm sure most of them didn't. Yeah, no. You know, I was found out because somebody had taken my purse at the playground and ran around and threw my pads all over the playground. Oh, yeah, no, mine was, I was in eighth grade. So a lot of girls already had theirs. As a yeah, late bloomer. We just watched actually Guinevere and I went to the movies this weekend because this has been like a topic and we saw Are You There God? Um, it's me, Margaret. And most of the movie is about her asking God to give her her period and boobs. Oh, I wasn't asking for my period. I was fine. I was asking for boobs though. Yeah, I wanted I wasn't boobs. for any of it. I wanted boobs up until I saw you go through your my reduction. <laughs> Mm-hmm. that's when I decided that I didn't want boobs anymore <laughs> that makes all of that pain and suffering worth it I still kind of want boobs but anyway let's uh I know you have to get where I didn't expect us to be this I didn't expect this to go on this long either this was yeah. quite the conversation yeah, I we took so. some we took some turns so a lot of turns I didn't expect it started this started with Guinevere's birthday with Guinevere's birthday and we were we had intended to talk about the puberty talk oh yeah totally totally with, but we went to yeah I guess you started with I didn't puberty. even sit I didn't even tell you how mom told me about what sex is at all uh-uh do you want to tell oh my me God. do you have time to tell me or no? okay yeah I'll be really quick because I okay. do have to go pick up my daughter okay okay so I'm seven years old setting the stage and mom and and mom is sitting on like the chair and I'm sitting on the ottoman for the chair and she's on the phone with somebody which I would later learn was our cousin and she was oh, like I think you did tell me this story I love it she was like well she's sitting right here so now I'm gonna have to tell her because she's probably wondering what I'm talking about and I had no idea that she was talking about anything until she said she's sitting right here and I was like well that's me now yeah. this conversation has something to do with me so yeah. what so you tuned in I tune in and she tells me I'm gonna have a, that she's gonna have a baby and I said yay is it gonna be a boy or a girl and then she told me how babies were made and I was and like you didn't even ask I was like I did not ask and I didn't <laughs> want to know I didn't have any I was just like that was a lot of information and I still don't know if I'm gonna have a brother or a sister <laughs> Like you didn't answer my question, but you gave me a whole lot more questions that I don't feel like I wanted to know. Ultimately, she didn't find out you were a girl until you were born. (laughs) No way. Really? Yeah. They waited Um, until I was born? Yeah. Yeah. I found out the day that you were born. I got the call at school and it was, do you want to say hi to your little sister? And I was like, I knew it was going to be a girl. I didn't even realize that they waited until the day I was born. Yeah. That was common back then. I remember I knew they were fighting over names and stuff, but. Yeah, that's why they fought so much over the different names because they had to have both. But also that is what that has what has been prompting me to not want to have this conversation with Guinevere so much and wait until she was like asking me questions. But she didn't ask if I was a Virgin Mary. (laughs) I don't think I think I just had I picked it up at school before the conversation happened with with any parents. The first time anything weird was presented to me was um, I think I was 12 or 13 and mom got me panties and a bra and it was like one of my first bras I so I must have been like 13 I didn't have to wear them oh until you were 13 yeah that's amazing although I have to say she probably did buy it for me earlier I did not have to wear them even when I started wearing them but so I it might have been a little bit earlier but uh yeah she bought me panties and a bra and it was so cute but I was so embarrassed I pulled them out and I saw what it was and I immediately shoved it back into the stocking it was a Christmas present 
Of course it was a Christmas. She used to do that to me every year. There in are always bras in the toe of your Christmas stocking is where your bras are. I got to a point where I would reach in. I'd be like, yeah, thanks. And pull my hand out and not pull it out of the stocking. Yeah. Because I knew to expect it. And yeah. I was like, this you've was been embarrassing time. me. Uh, no, I was like, you've been embarrassing me with bras since I was 10 years old. Like, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. But yeah. I needed them by the time I was 11. <laughs> yeah. No, the, uh, the only thing I remember about any sex talk is after I started having sex and I was asking to get on birth control and my stepmom was like you have to tell your dad that you're having sex and I was like can you tell him and she was like no but why you don't need to why can't you just and I understand that's a conversation for a whole other day yeah yeah it is (laughs) I understand why she didn't want to tell him it's uncomfortable yeah, I, it's super uncomfortable. So awkward. I, I didn't want to tell him, but yeah, I did. I did. <laughs> I sat on the ottoman and <laughs> I was like, so, uh, so yeah, me and blankety blank are having sex and I would like to go on birth control. And that is all I remember. I remember where he was sitting. I, I kind of remember the look on his face, but I don't remember the response or anything. Yeah. I block out. I, block I don't remember control. ever telling anybody that I was having sex. It was I just do. like, I... <laughs> I remember saying I'd like to be on birth control because I don't want to get my period anymore. Mm. And that was, I tried that. That didn't work. Yeah. I've tried. Like, I just, I never made it about sex. I was like, for health reasons, I feel like I should be on birth control. There you go. Well, this has been fun. A total twisty ride. And let's talk about sex, baby. That's the situation today. Apparently. That's your situation. (laughs) All right. Well, you go pick up your daughter. I love you. I love you.
So that's our situation. Thank you for listening and joining us today. Please download and subscribe, like, and comment wherever you listen. Check out our website, sisterlysituationspodcast.com. And email us at sisterlysituationspodcast at gmail.com. Also, please check out my lovely sister's yoga website, (laughs) consciousyoga.tv. Thank you. Thank you.